What do you hear? What do you say? What do you hear? What do you say? What is going on, Buccaneer Nation? Hope you guys are all doing well out there. Welcome to another episode of the Frozen Pirate Podcast. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, I've seen all the messages on social media with you guys asking. Motherfuckers, you motherfuckers. Yep, you motherfuckers. Um, I've seen all the all the messages. I uh, appreciate the love. You guys asking, what's up? No episode, no episode. Um, that means the world to me. Um, we Jamie and myself did record an episode. Uh, I didn't put it up just because it was just too much of rambling on about Lamar Jackson and all that. And I'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, but we have a lot to talk about today. And I don't feel like being interrupted. Sorry, Jamie. I love you, buddy. But we got a new offensive coordinator who literally grew up right down the street from me. Um, we have Baker Mayfield in the Pro Bowl that I want to talk about. I want to dabble in with the Buccaneer free agency as if I was the GM. I'll talk about the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship game just a little bit. And then the Super Bowl and whatever else comes to mind. I'm not going to bore you guys too much, but let's get right into it. I want to start off by saying thank you to Ryan Jensen, Big Red, um, for, you know, you played your years in Baltimore and then you came to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you were like the first driving force that helped change the culture here in Tampa. With uh, He was a very mean, nasty player. Didn't matter who was lining up. Um, he would have the quarterbacks back. Um, definitely uh, bailed Jameis out a lot. Um, so shout out to Ryan Jensen, man. One, a great center. Great, great, great center. Great guy. And I have a lot of respect for him because even though he was hurt, he was on that sideline all year long. So shout out to Ryan Jensen. Um, it's too bad we didn't get to see him and Cody Mock on the same line. That's too, that's too bad. But let's get right into it. Let's talk about this Pro Bowl here. A lot of hype. Baker Mayfield, MVP. Uh, I know, and you guys are saying, well, Louie, what would you like about it? Absolutely nothing. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl. I, didn't, I, don't, I could give two shits about the Pro Bowl. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, it's not what it used to be. Uh, it's, it seems like the NFL did everything in its power to destroy something that was really good. It's like they were trying to, I get what the NFL was trying to do. They were trying to, you know, mix it up a little bit with having celebrity coaches or like Hall of Fame coaches. I mean, Hall of Fame players be, being coaches, doing a draft and none of that worked. And they really destroyed the Pro Bowl. If they want to go back to what it used to be, just go back to what it used to be. Have the game being the last game of the season right after the Super Bowl. I mean, like I said, guys, I don't buy into this Pro Bowl hype. I don't. It's, it's, they have the skills competition. I mean, fucking dodgeball. What are we in elementary school? Like, it's just, it's such a joke. Um, the flag football game at the end just kind of tops it off as being ridiculous. Um, I get what they're trying to do. I guess they're trying to incorporate flag football with the Olympics. Don't quote me on that. I don't know, but I just think it's it's a joke. I, I don't like it. Um, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in probably about three years. I mean, I've seen a couple of things from the Pro Bowl this weekend. I just think it's garbage. It's just hot garbage. Um, I used to like watching the Pro Bowl when I was a kid because you got to see the best of the best from both conferences, AFC and NFC. You know, you would see Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks line up with Michael Strahan, you know, Jared Allen, you know, Brian Urlacher, like it was crazy seeing that. And then you would see guys sub out, you know, Champ Bailey, like, and then you'd have on the other side, Ty Law with whoever was good on the AFC. Like, you know, 
now it's just kind of a joke. It, like I said, it's just weird because you got to see like Ty Law and Dwight Freeney on the same defense um, going up, and you would see you know Kurt Warner throwing a touchdown pass to you know um, Keyshawn Johnson. You know it, it's just crazy. Um, you don't really see that anymore. It, the Pro Bowl is kind of a joke. Um, they just need to go back to what it used to be. You know, the Pro Bowl used to be, uh, it was an honor, you know, and that was part of your Hall of Fame resume. Now it's just like, when I'm looking at Hall of Fame resumes, I'm not looking at Pro Bowls anymore. I'm looking at all pros, and you can't even go by all pros anymore uh, because even that's a little flawed. But everybody's hyping up Baker Mayfield with his performance in the Pro Bowl. You know who else had a good performance in the Pro Bowl? And guys, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not hating on Baker. But Derek Carr had a great Pro Bowl performance when he was in a very similar situation like Baker right now. A little bit different, but very similar. Um, don't buy into that Pro Bowl hype. Yeah, Baker had a good game. It was flag football, guys. <laughs> it was flag football. Um, speaking of Baker, free agency. Um, now, I did say it, this is difficult with Dave Canales leaving. It, it was a setback. Um, and I was kind of concerned about it just because the Bucks offense really started to come on at the end and they started to look good. And I thought Canales was going to come back for another year and that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, so the Buccaneers went out and they did their due, due diligence. They hired, I mean, they went through, I God knows how many offensive coordinators that they interviewed. Um, a guy that I kind of liked, um, was Antoine Randall. He was a guy that I was kind of interested in uh, and a couple of others, but they winded up going with Liam Cohen from Kentucky. Now, I didn't know a whole lot about this guy, and a lot of you guys have been asking me questions on you know, Instagram and Twitter. How do I feel about this hire? Um, I'm still kind of 50-50 about it. I like the hire, uh, but it's kind of like last year. I, I got to hear what he has to say in his press conference. Because when Dave Canales was speaking last year, um, I was just like, wow, I really like this guy. You know, like he, he has this positive energy and I like that. I, I, I go off vibes with people and energy. And um, when I found out that they hired Liam Cohen, I was like, all right, let me do some research on him. Like I said, come to find out, he grew up literally right up the street. He was born in Warwick, Rhode Island, which is 15 minutes away from me. Um, shout out to him, man. I'm going to see if I can get him on the show. I'm going to tell him, Hey man, we're, we're a Bucks podcast from Massachusetts, man. I'm just kidding. I doubt it. I'll try though. Um, but you know, he went to UMass Amherst, which is pretty cool. Um, and that's again, literally right down the street from here. So I'll run down his resume for you guys. So this is his career history. Um, he was the Browns quarterbacks coach in 2010 uh, he was a pass game coordinator and quarterbacks coach for Rhode Island in 2011. And then he went back to the Browns in 2012 and 13 as a quarterbacks coach. Back to UMass Amherst in 2014 and 15 for a pass game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Then he went up to Maine as the offensive coordinator from 2016 to 2017. And then that's when he got his big break with the Los Angeles Rams in 2018 and 19 when he was there with Baker Mayfield. Um as a, an assistant wide receivers coach. And then 2020, he was still with the Rams and as, as an assistant quarterbacks coach. So there's, there's your Baker Mayfield tie right there. And then in 2021, he was the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach for Kentucky. Um, so he kind of went back and forth because, again, with the Los Angeles Rams in 2000, 
22 offensive coordinator and then back to Kentucky as offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach in 2023. Now in 2024, the dude just got hired by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, <clears throat> again, I don't know too much about him. All I know is that he grew up right up the street from me. Um, he went to UMass Amherst. I, there's some ties here as a player. He's with the Alabama Vipers in 2010. Um, I mean, so far, I mean, kind of being close to home for me. I like, I like the guy. Um, I just got to, I don't know when they're going to be putting out this press conference. I still think they're probably negotiating the contract and getting all that stuff, uh, finalized. Um, but there is a Baker Mayfield tie there. Um, supposedly the rumor is that Baker Mayfield had a say. Um, and who they're going to bring in as an, an offensive coordinator. Um, listen, this year, I don't know. Like, I'm a little bit on the fence on this year for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and I'll tell you why. It's similar to last year. You know, we didn't have an offensive coordinator for a while. You know, they, Todd Bowles in the front office kind of cleaned house. Um, and I'm just going to shoot from the hip. I'm not looking at stats. I'm not looking at any of that stuff. I'm just speaking as a Bucks fan. I'm a little nervous about going into this year. Um, I know we're not into free agency yet, um, but this team has going to have to make some drastic changes if they want to continue competing. Um, and that's going to come at a cost. You know, the reason why a team like the San Francisco 49ers are doing well is because a guy like Brock Purdy makes absolutely nothing. And that's why they bring in all these key pieces. Um, you know, and they can build around them. Eventually, they're going to have to pay that guy, and that's when you start finding yourself into some cap trouble. Um, and it's tough to continue the success that, you, that you're putting out there. Um, but this year, it feels a little bit different for me with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you know, like last year, a lot of people said, you know, oh, this team's going to do bad. And I, I always said, it all depends on the offensive coordinator. And who they bring in as a quarterback here. You can go back to the old episodes. I said it, me and Jay. Even Jay was kind of a little skeptical about what I was saying. But I said 9-8. and eight. They went 9-8. and eight. Um, You know, this year, this is going to be a completely different Buccaneer team. Um, and last year, at least, you know, we still had guys in the contract. Now you, you're going into this offseason. You have a guy like Mike Evans. You know, the, the rumors are he wants almost $30 million a year. And then you got Baker Mayfield wanting $40 million a year. Um, you know, the Bucks, I think their cap situation is 43, 48 million to play with this year. You know, there's still guys that they have to resign here. Other guys, you know, you have your kicker, Chase McLaughlin, that you got to resign. I think you have to resign him. Um, there's, a, uh, they have a lot of work to do here. Um, and I don't know what type of style of offense that Liam runs, but we're going to see in the, in the, in the future, you know, and this is what kind of makes me nervous about re-signing a guy like Mike. You know, you re-sign Mike Evans. Do you keep Chris Godwin? And I, I, that, I'll answer that question later on. Um, but as far as this offensive coordinator goes, you know, we all knew with Dave Canales in, in his press conference, he says, hey, we're going to work on running the football. And, it, and, it's, a, and, a, and it's, it's, a, it's a luxury to have two Pro Bowl wide receivers. Going into this season now it's a lot different we don't know what this team's going to look like we don't know um what type of style of offense is going to be here you know for all we know this guy could you know todd and this guy could gut the offense and it could be a completely different offense um the defense to me is going to stay the same um i think they're just going to retool that defense a little bit and 
put in some different guys in there. But this offense, I don't know. That's why I gotta wait for the um I gotta wait to hear the press conference. And as soon as that press conference goes out and he starts talking, I promise you guys I will be out with an episode probably that same day. Uh, to give you guys my input. But right now, I can't tell you. I don't know because I don't know what he wants to do. I don't have a feel for the guy. I don't have um, any vibes. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. All I know is that, you know, you can go back and look at the tape and and see what he did in Kentucky and, you know, and, and with the Rams. Um, but the Rams are a different offensive team than the Buccaneers. Different pieces there. But we'll see what happens, you know. Um, let's move on here to, you know, this little bit of a free agency frenzy. Um, a lot of people have been asking me as well, Hey, what's your take on Mike Evans? And what's your take on Baker Mayfield? What do you think they should do with this free agency stuff? There's a lot that they can do. Um, I believe in this regime. I believe in Jason Light and Todd Bowles. Um, they pulled a rabbit out of the hat. Last year, I expect the same this year. Um, I just kind of expect them to continue building in the draft because that's what they're doing. And I still, I, I think that they're going to continue building in the draft because they already started that last year. I mean, they addressed a lot of needs in the defense. You know, they got Kalijah Kansi. They got, you know, Servacio Dennis. They, 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 they drafted heavy on defense. Um, they got Cody Mock with the second pick. I call that. I'm not. I'm never gonna live that down. I, I, I gloat about that one. Um, but as far as free agency goes, all right. So, like I said, the rumors are out there. Thirty million for Mike. Um, this is what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have going for them. So, Florida, there's no state tax. Um, so, you know, the Buccaneers can offer Mike. You know, hey, we're gonna give you twenty three, twenty four million a year, and for three years. So we'll just say, I don't know, 70 million. I don't, I don't know. Don't, 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 don't quote me on this. The reason why the Bucks have a better chance is because he has a chance at more guaranteed money versus if he goes to like the Rams where the, the taxes out there in LA are crazy. He won't get as much as guaranteed money because he has to pay a lot of, a lot in taxes. Um, and that's what the Buccaneers have going for him with their free agents right now, especially Baker Mayfield. Listen, I, I don't think Baker Mayfield's going anywhere, but I do think in the draft, you do have to draft a quarterback just in case. Um, do I think they're going to do that? Probably not because Kyle Trask is still here. Um, but I don't think Baker's going anywhere. As far as cap numbers go, I don't know what his cap number is going to be. I really don't because the Buccaneers... That's another thing, too, with Mike Evans. If you bring back Mike Evans, that's going to take a huge chunk of that 43 to $48 million that you have. Um, you're going to have to, if you're going to, the Bucks have to me, in my opinion, have to make a decision. If you're going to keep Mike, you have to look at maybe trading Chris Godwin or letting him go because you're going to save some cap money off that. You can't pay mike and chris and baker that's a good chunk of your salary cap in three players you know i i think godwin's number is probably like i think they'd save 20 million off the cap if they excuse me if they cut him by a certain date um so i don't know what happens there and, and to me i love chris godwin i really do um but i think the writing's on the wall for him 
depending if they bring Mike Evans back. You know, I like I like more. I like Trey Palmer. Um and I, I've been pushing this. I think in the draft the Buccaneers should look at wide receiver because yeah, you, let's just say you do re-sign Mike to two years, three years. Well, you need his successor. There's a guy out of FSU that I really, 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 really like. Keon Coleman. He's he's got the stature, he's got the build, kind of like a little bit like Mike Evans. I like him a lot. Um, I think you can get him with that 26 pick. Um, but that we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, also, I don't think they're bringing back Devin White. Devin White showed who he was. Maybe this is just not the system for him. You know, I still think Devin White's a really good player. I just don't think this is the system for him. That's just my opinion. Uh, maybe he goes to the Eagles. Maybe he goes to the New Orleans Saints. I don't know. Uh, but we'll talk about that when the time comes. I don't think Devin White's here. Levante David. I think Levante, if he does come back, it's, you're going to see a similar deal. $8 million or, or something like that. Um, as far as the rest of the group goes, I am a little nervous. Because we're going to see a different Buccaneers team. Um, it's going to be make or break. And the problem with consistently, like, I think, and I'm going to speak as a, as a football realist as far as the Buccaneers go. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still trying to hold on to that Super Bowl that they won a couple of years back with Tom. And this, and sometimes doing that, you know, you inherit bad contracts. I hate to say it, but Shaq Barrett's one of those bad contracts. You know, that's a, that's a lot of dead money for the salary cap for the Bucs. You know, it, I, I don't know. It, is it time to rebuild, guys? Let me know. Let message me. Let me know what you guys think. Um, it's this is way too early predictions uh, that I'm doing. But is it time to rebuild? Is it just time just to say fuck it? We we got to start off fresh again. Let's draft a quarterback. Um, you know, forty three, forty eight million is not a lot. You know, depending on they're gonna have to part ways with guys. They, they're really going to have to make some roster cuts to save up some more cap money to create more cap space. That offensive line, they need a guard. Um, they're going to need a wide receiver. I still think they're going to need another tight end. Um, they have to pay a quarterback. They have to pay a wide receiver. You know, like that list, if you look at just write that list out, the Buccaneer needs and write out that list. Just I'm telling you, do yourself a favor. Write a list. Write down what do the Buccaneers need and write out their free agency and their cap number. And you're going to look at that like I did and you're going to be like, holy shit. They're kind of, they're in it. They're in the thick of it. Like, it, they're kind of fucked. Um, excuse my language. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. All right, let's, let's talk about this NFC-AFC championship game real quickly. Um, so, a lot of people know my take on Lamar Jackson. Uh, I, I I said he quit on his team last year, and he did. I, I don't care what anybody says. He wanted to get paid. He got paid, and congratulations. You had the best record in the league. You had um, you broke these records. Team had the best uh, record in the league, and you lost again in the playoffs. Listen, I don't want to hear about referees. I don't want to hear about... You know, they they should have did this. They should have did that. They didn't. It's no different than the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield lost the game for the Bucs. 
Lamar Jackson lost that game for the Ravens. He has the ball in his hand more than anybody else. The defense contributed to that loss. Roquan Smith, hell of a talent. Probably, he's the best linebacker, inside linebacker in the game. He committed a stupid penalty. And I'm not gonna because that and I'm not gonna get into it too much, but that was a dumb fucking penalty that dude committed. That, you know, cost this team too. Um, but Lamar Jackson and me and Jamie talked about this, and he can write it in his notes all he wants. I could give two shits. Sorry, Jamie, but you know, I said that there's one GOAT and there's a few elite players, and then there's good players. Um, as far as quarterbacks go, there's only one GOAT, that's Tom Brady. As far as elite, this year, I mean, who's really elite? Is Dak Prescott really elite? Nah, I don't think so. He had a great season. He just, he can't. See, to me, elite is Patrick Mahomes. And I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but (laughs) go look at his stats. Go look at how many times they've been in the Super Bowl. That's elite. That term elite and GOAT get thrown around way too much. Like, you have one elite quarterback this year, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Um, and you have the GOAT, Tom Brady. That's it. Now, if you're asking me, do you think Patrick Mahomes can surpass Tom Brady? I don't know, man. That's, that's I mean, that's quite the task. That's, that's, that's a fucking mountain to climb, and that's for time to tell. I think he's got a shot at it. Do I think he gets close? I do, but we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, Lamar is, to me, he's a top 15 quarterback. I can think of other quarterbacks I take over him any day. And like I said, guys, feel free to message me or write something, email us at the Frozen Pirate Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter slash X, Instagram, wherever, wherever, wherever we're there on all social media platforms. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of his, I'm sorry. I I don't, I think he's good. I don't think he's elite. Um, NFC championship game. It was a heartbreaker for the lions. I don't have much to say. Uh, another team that kind of went away from doing what worked. Um, just a heartbreaker for the lion fans and the 49ers, man, they're a fucking juggernaut when they're healthy. They're a juggernaut. Brock Purdy, that kid played elite. In that game, he looked more like Lamar Jackson in that game than Lamar Jackson looked for the Ravens. There you go. Take that to the bank. Um, we got that Super Bowl coming up. Chiefs, 49ers. Um, I know there was the conspiracy theory thing with the colors of the Super Bowl and stuff. like. I think conspiracy theories are pretty cool. Shout out to Tristan Warfs. He, he, uh, he mentioned some stuff about conspiracy theories. Although some people on the show think... Uh, it's comical, but uh, there could be some truth to some things. But um, this year, that conspiracy theory was proven wrong. We got the 49ers and Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know who's going to win this game. I'm kind of pu- pulling for the 49ers. I feel like they kind they deserve it, man. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, former uh, coordinator for the Buccaneers. Um, I think he was a wide receivers coach or a qu- quarterbacks coach for the Bucs at one point. Uh, well, I know he was here during that Super Bowl run for the Bucks in 2002. Um, I'm pulling for him, man. He deserves it. 
He really does. He took a tough loss with the Falcons and the Patriots. Um, and he lost the other year to the forty uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs in that Super Bowl when they got robbed. Um, but I think it's going to be a different. I think it's going to be a lot different this year. Um, the 49ers got way too much firepower. The Chiefs have a really good defense, but the Niners have a really good defense. One guy that needs to step up is Chase Young, man. You're in the, you're in the Super Bowl now, my friend. I see you. I seen you taking plays off. See, it would have been an even trade for the Bucks and the the uh, Washington Commanders. Both guys love to take plays off, and both guys will not make what they want to make in the upcoming free agency. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Chase Young. The kid had so much piss and vinegar playing with a rocket up his ass, as Jamie likes to say, the beginning of his career. I want Tom. I want Tom. Um, and then ever since then, he just kind of fell off. Uh, but we'll see. Um, I- I'm picking the Niners. I like the Niners, but it's too early to tell. Uh, I just think that the Chiefs don't have enough on offense to keep up with that San Francisco defense. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game in the beginning, and I think both teams are going to stop firing at will at the end, but we'll see what happens, man. Um, like I said, I just, I, I just want a good, I just want a good football game and less of Taylor Swift. Cause I, I don't see what she has to do with football really guys. And it's all right. I know a lot of you guys feel the same way. And there's some people like, Oh, who cares? Who cares? I, I care. I, I'm not there to watch Taylor Swift. I'm there to watch a football game. Football needs to stop being so, um, you know, political, co- politically correct, and football needs to just go back to being football from the 90s, you know, um, but we'll talk about that at a different time. I don't have much more for you guys. Um, I told you this one was going to be a quick one. Um, also, do us a favor, like and subscribe these episodes, share them. It helps us out a great deal. Um, we are still doing that jersey giveaway. I'm going to find some time to kind of go through the rules and stuff like that. Um, also, I want you guys to pay attention. So this marks the one-year anniversary of the Frozen Pirate podcast and the downloads and all that stuff. You guys got to listen to the show all the way through, and that counts as a download, and that helps us out a great deal. I, I, we're going to be doing uh, a one-year anniversary episode this week. It's probably going to be on a Saturday when it's released. Um, everybody that's basically been on the show is going to come on, kind of give their take, um, and we're just going to shoot the shit. Uh, memories and stuff like that. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode, and it's the episode that's going to be leading up to the Super Bowl. So, what a coincidence! Uh, but overall, good show, guys. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Remember, like, subscribe, and share. Um, it means a great deal to us. And as always, guys, we will be back this week with another episode, one year anniversary. As always, guys, fire them cannons. Let's go, Bucks.